Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So this is Lo with Behind the Gloves. I'm joined now with former world champion Kelly Pavlik. Kelly, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? Doing good. Uh, trying to keep up with all this craziness going on in boxing right now. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so what do you think about all that? Like, So we were supposed to have Ubek Jr. versus Ben. It's supposed to be like, you know, this big grudge match i guess between two sons of you know their fathers were rivals back in the day um and then obviously now it's called off due to ben failing his uh vada drug testing they found um allegedly they found clomid um in his samples so what do you make of that um well i'm glad i was updated on it a little bit i've been keeping an eye on that as well um you know, I, I heard that he failed it, but I don't know. You know, I guess the substance that he was caught with in his blood is is not a anabolic steroid. But I think you you told me a little bit on what what the other stuff was. But something that they give to to him when you off cycle, um, kind of tells me there's no other reason for him to take that, right? Unless right. he was no no man would take that you know, um, drug if, if, uh, he wasn't on steroids, there's no reason it'll actually revert, uh, act differently on the body. So, you know, I'm not, I don't want to really like get too much into it because I don't know enough about all that part of it, but yeah, um, I guess, you know, from, from his point of view is what he had in the system is not enhancing his performance. Right. Right. I guess that would be the argument from him. It wasn't a anabolic steroid. So, I don't know, you know, and then after that, I heard, um, you, you know, you probably know more than I do on this. I, I heard uh, Hearn say that the fight is still on if he wants it to be on. Um, so I hear that the fight's still going to go. Sometimes I see some articles saying that it's off for good. So I, I don't know the situation. It, it kind of sucks because what a fight. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Well, just here within the past 30 minutes or so, I think that they've held a press conference, him and um, the Sireland brothers, they it's, it's off. Like it's officially off. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when that fight was made, I was at first kind of going, you know, you want to see it, you know, a part of me wants to see it. And a part of me was like, these guys are both still like on the rise though. You know, a little right. early just for that type of fight, in my opinion, but um, you know, I'd like to see it once, you know, maybe another year or two from now. But uh, yeah, it sucks though, because it was going to be an exciting fight to watch. Let's say like this didn't happen. Like, let's say this news did not come out. Ben didn't do this. He may not have done. I don't know. Wh who would you have had your pick to be the winner? Oh man, Connor looks legit right now. Um, he's just. Uh, he he looks he looks like he's gonna be hard to beat. You know, I I think yeah. uh, Connor Ben is gonna get beat. If he's gonna lose, it's gonna be by somebody that has, um, that's on on point the night of the fight. You know, as far as the boxing, so yeah, yeah I would have leaned towards Connor in that fight. Yeah. But it was one of the fights where anything could happen. You know, anything. So it would definitely been a fight that I wouldn't have betted on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also want to ask you because we have next week, um, we have Plant versus Durrell. Um, that's a pretty big super middleweight fight happening. Um, you know, Caleb Plant's coming off of a knockout loss. Anthony Durrell's coming off of a knockout win. Um, how do you see that fight going? You know, it's hard, and uh, I could probably get I'll probably get some shit for this. And and uh, I'm sorry with the language we lot of. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> we have fear um, on here sometimes. You you're good with the language. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, with um, Andretti, I I don't know because he don't he is I haven't got I haven't been able to really see him fight you know a, a lot top top people. Um, and I know he was that middleweight for a while. And my big thing was like, you know, when I was coming up, I fought Miranda before, before Taylor. You know, um, when I was, you know, I fought the tough guys. And a lot of other guys do, you know, coming up. Um, and there's always the stuff like, well, you know, Charlo or Canelo should have fought Andrade and, and Charlo's. But in all reality, Canelo's been, you know, up at super middleweight and light heavyweight. You know, how many, how many years ago now has that been since he fought Kovalev? Close to three at light yeah. heavyweight. Mm -hmm. So, um you know, it's, it's hard to really uh, put my finger on this one because of that. Uh, Adrani, he has the skills, absolutely. He has the talent. Um, but Plant could fight. Plant's been campaigning at 168, you know, which makes a big difference. Um, so in that fight, you know, if I had to go off gut feeling, I would probably say Andrade. But it's a fight that if I... I, I don't know. It's I tell you what though, it's it's a good style matchup, and I think it's yeah. going to be an interesting fight for people. Um, that's another one like that. I kind of step back, so I do have good picks usually, but sometimes yeah. with certain fights, it's just hard. And and um, you know, I just haven't really seen enough of Andrade against top level opponents to feel comfortable really picking him. Yeah. But at the same time, knowing his talent and his ability is kind of hard against him. And it's not because of what Canelo did to Plant. You know, I thought Plant fought a good fight in that fight. Yeah. Um. So it's nothing based off of that. Canelo's uh, is great. 
Um, yeah. But, but speaking uh, be, of Canelo, like you were maybe the I, only one to tell me that Bivol was going to beat him. You're the only one to tell me that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen that from uh, two years ago. Um, Canelo, uh, again, Canelo's a great fighter. Probably the best of our era right now. You know, one of them, aside from obviously Mayweather. But um, Canelo goes up, he fights these guys. He don't get the credit. But he, he's also jumping weight classes. And, and not only that, but he's jumping up to weight classes like 175. In all reality, even when I was fighting at middleweight, uh, when I won a title 15 years ago, during that time, Canelo would have been considered a small middleweight, right? You know, compared to me, Edison Miranda, Jermaine Taylor, um, he would have been considered a small. Um, so, with that being said, like for him to jump to super middleweight, you know, you can see the size difference naturally with some of the super middleweights. Then, when you jump to light heavyweight, yeah, and um, I knew. I just knew like you're going to bite, he's going to bite off more and he could chew, you know, uh, jumping yeah. weight classes is hard and, and people don't, cause so many fighters do it now. Like, you know, some of the boxing fans don't really understand that. They just think that is oh, okay. Well, he's going to put weight on and go up. There's a yeah. lot more. What they don't realize too, I feel like is they're moving up, but they're not fighting true. Like 175 pounders. They're a lot of times they're going to be fighting guys who are cutting weight from, 189 to get down to 175 so really they're fighting some guy who naturally walks 180, around 189 yeah. you're talking probably 198 200 yeah. pounds to get down to i mean i would come i would cut almost 20 pounds to get down to 160 you know yeah and i look skinny at 170 i'd walk around 177 178 um so yeah they're coming down to one 175 i guarantee some of them guys are too cold i know for a fact that used to go up over 200 pounds so that's another good point you're right canelo's fighting at 160 he's fighting guys probably coming down from 172 let's just say 175 at the heaviest so he's used to that right right well you got a guy at 175 who's used to fighting guys coming down from 200 you know 195 yeah. so it, it does it makes a, a big difference and uh you know you go up against a good skilled natural um light heavyweight i just knew uh with, with b-ball's fighting style b-ball don't lean in b-ball didn't give himself up a lot with his style he stayed behind the, the jab in the right hand and stylistically i just it was hard for me to picture canelo um beating him not only that you know the farther the longer that fight went the better chance it was even more for b-ball to win because Canelo against, I don't care who is against that, 160, 168, 175, he fades after the seventh round. Yeah. I was you talking know. to someone the other day, and we were talking about, you know, fights that never happened, but we wish would have happened. The one fight I wish that would have happened was you versus Joe Calzaghe. Oh. <laughs> I would have loved would've, to have seen that fight. Yeah, it would have been a good one, and, and w there was some talks of it. Um, I just did an interview last week about that. Uh, you know, the, the thing with um, the Calzaghe issued 168 was I was still campaigning at 160, you know. And at that time, with top rank, we never were looking. I know they set up to fight with Gary Lockett, and, and Calzaghe's uh, dad was the trainer of Lockett. And a lot of people were kind of like, you know, insinuating that that was because I was going to fight Joe Calzaghe. And, and it wasn't. Um, you know, especially then, I just, I mean, I was just coming off beating Jermaine twice. So, yeah, uh, I would have loved to fight Calzaghe. You know, um, 
I think that would have been a good fight. I think Joe Calzaghe is really underrated, too. I mean, I thought he was a, a great, yeah. great fighter. Yeah, he's so. one of my favorites for sure. Um, speaking of the Jermaine Taylor fight, like I know Talk Frank had put out some stuff about it being like the anniversary. Let's talk a little bit about that fight. I'm sure you've talked that subject into the ground, but um, let's talk about like that first fight whenever like you got rocked a few times like you you were put down a few times what was the thing that got you back up so yeah and you see there was a bunch of comments and it was it was kind of a one-sided comment thing um so the difference in that was when i got dropped in the second round um smoker in the locker room as all referees as long as you could show me that you're holding on if you really go back and watch it yeah, I stumbled across the ring, but I turned right back around. You were alert. Snatched, yeah, I snatched uh, Jermaine up, and then I would hit him on the side, on, on his uh, yeah. back, almost by his kidney, but on the side, his hips. Every time I grab him, I would do that because that was showing the referee that not only am I holding on to survive, but I'm showing that I'm also showing him that I'm, I'm hitting. Right. Um, and, you know, after 25 seconds, you could clearly see when I would just t- tie him up and I was able to hold on. Jermaine, on the other hand, he was out completely. You know, yeah, like his hands were dropped, everything. Yeah, the last little hook that was hard to see on live, you know, I hit him with that hook and it was that's when he just dropped down and, and crouched over into the corner. You could have counted to 190 and he wasn't getting up. Yeah. Um, and Smoker yeah. is trained to see that. Right. But yeah, so for me, you know, the, the thing with that knockdown was. It just all that went through my head. Like, first of all, work too hard to, to end it right there because the first round, the whole knockdown came. The first round, it was actually surprising how easy it was to hit Jermaine. And I won that first round fairly easy. The beginning of that second round started off the same way. You know, I was out boxing Jermaine and then I got caught and I'd done the stupid thing, stuck my tongue out and he uh, hit me again. I came back the third round, you know, totally put a whooping on him in the third round. But, uh, you know, I worked too hard to come that far to, to get knocked down. And then everything just started going 100 miles an hour in my head. I was there mentally, you know, it was just right. delayed. And uh, so, yeah, I think just the anticipation for that fight, uh, the build up to the fight, uh, seven years pro, um, finally getting the shot, you know, it was just too much for me to not fight it out. What was that feeling, though, like when you saw that he was not getting back up that in that, like, did you realize in that moment that you had won or did it like take a little bit? You know, you won, but you don't know what you just did. You know, if that yeah. makes any sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you won the fight. You, you see the referee wave it off. I turned around. I ran to the other corner. The whole place is just going crazy. Everybody's up on their feet. And yeah, like, you know, you just won the fight. To be honest with you, I never even thought of like I just won the world title. I just, but I just knocked out Jermaine. And I knew there was a lot to it. Then obviously, when they announced that you are the new world champion, like you know, it hits you. But to be honest with you, it don't settle. It don't set in. It, it took me to two years after I retired to really let it like fully set in what was what was accomplished in my career. You know, and what what yeah. it really means being world champions so and even more so now like getting inducted into Atlantic City Boxing Hall of Fame um, being invited to the International Boxing Hall of Fame you know to go 
and hopefully it's a prelude. Uh, but if not, I still get invited to go hang out and be a part of the International Boxing Hall of Fame. So, yeah, it sets in more, you know, as, as time goes on. Do you plan on ever, like, taking, like, a coaching role in, in boxing? Yeah, actually, right now, in the process of doing that. Um, we are very close to having a boxing gym. Well, I'm very close to having a boxing gym, but I have a team working on it. Um, yes, uh, training fighters is, is going to be a big part, but it's also going to be a part of the a youth program that we're putting together. And uh, the facility that I have that I want to get is going to be um, very nice for these fighters and, and, and even other athletes too at some point as far as strength and conditioning because I'm real big in the strength and conditioning training too. Yeah. So I do a lot of that. And then on top of that, I'll be doing the strength and conditioning with the boxers and training them so okay awesome well let me know when you get that gym running up i'll have to make that drive up the highway there uh oh, that'll be awesome know. yeah yeah it'll be all over social media my social media <laughs> i'm sure it'll be some interviews and, and all that so yeah yeah awesome awesome well kelly thank you for taking time out of your day to talk with me and kind of address some of the crazy stuff going on right now but uh yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, no problem. I appreciate you having me on. So anytime, if there's anything uh, fun and interesting to talk about in the sport, let me know. Uh, well, there's never a dull moment, so I'm sure there <laughs> <Right>. will be more. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, maybe if Kelly. I see something, I'll shoot you a text. All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks, All Kelly. Right. Take care. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.